Spoiler Season with us. New cards. Welcome to Spoiler Season Episode 9. What? Thank you to our sponsors, Flipside Gaming. Check them out at flipsidegaming.com and New England Comics. You can find on Facebook at facebook.com slash Coolidge. So, we're going to jump right in. We have uh, a couple cards, as we typically do, to talk about mm-hmm. from the, the latest and greatest. You our first them. one is Rigging Runner. This is red for a 1-1 Goblin Pirate with First Strike, and it has Raid, and it enters the battlefield with a plus one plus one counter on it if you attack with a creature this turn. Cool. Um, I like this. I assume it is a 1-mana 2-2 First Strike that you play on turn... Two or three. Yeah. Oh, though on turn two or three, that's not mm. as exciting. Well, it's a little weird because, like, um, so Ramen Up Red is losing Falcon Wrath Gorger, mm. um, but this is kind of an awkward replacement because you usually want to play Gorger on one. This you don't really want to play on one. Yeah. Um, you want to go, like, Bomat Courier on one into this on two. So, but this can kind of throw your curve off. So it's a little bit awkward in a deck like Ramen Up Red. It might still get played in it if like they don't have anything to do, uh, anything else to like substitute for Gorger or other one, uh, one drops. And additionally, being able to go with the with the nut draw of turn one Courier, turn two, we play two of these. That's quite Ooh. strong. Um, that's five power on turn two. So it's nice. Um, in limited, uh, this is pretty reasonable. Uh, one mana for what's usually going to be a two-two first strike uh, is like is good. I'm very happy with that. That's like it's going to trade with a lot of things that are higher, stronger. Not trade, sorry. It's going to kill a lot of things that are stronger mm-hmm. than it, um, and maybe force your opponent some awkward blocks. Particularly if you're running this with pump spells and equipment. So uh, yeah, I like it in limited, and it'll probably. It seems like it could find a place in Constructed. It is a pirate, so Yeah, I was going to say, you relevant. mentioned Ramanoff Red, but I first thought of pirates because it is a pirate. That's true. It is. <laughs> and pirates are Grixis, right? So it's it's the correct color for an aggressive ty- pirate deck. Okay. Um, yeah, so that is Rigging Runner. Our next card is Field of Ruin. This is a land, and you can tap it for a colorless, or you can pay two, tap it, and sacrifice it to destroy target non-basic land your opponent controls. And then each player may search his or her library for a basic land, put it onto the battlefield, then shuffle his or her library. So this is pretty nice. Agreed. Um, I, I'm not sure that it has a huge role in standard. Are there lands that we really want to get rid of? Yes. Actually, oh, there's this oh, like, artifacts oh. that flip into lands, you guys. That's probably why this is in this set. Enchantments that flip into lands, too. Yeah. Those artifacts, yeah. Those are good lands, too. They are. Well, I like, they're, like, the power level of those lands is high. It's just going to be remaining to be seen whether, like, it's worth playing them. Whether, right. Because, like, the front sides, yeah, you got to flip them, right? Mm-hmm. Um, so we'll see how many of those he play and how prevalent they are. But this card is sweet because not only does it kill their land and, like, give them a replacement, you get a replacement, which is awesome. Um, yeah. I'm a, I really like it. I like this card a lot. Uh, it's even just a way to, like, you know, even if they don't have the big land, big powerful lands, and you want to pop it, you can get a basic with it and like blow up one of their dual lands, and you get give them a basic. Yeah. So, I like it. I like this it. I don't know cool. if it'll replace like. I mean, it. it I'll tell you pretty much it. It was very unlikely to replace something like Tech Edge and Modern, um, oh, just because yeah. it's cheaper. Uh, but, um, I like it for standard. I yeah. Think. Probably not so much in limited. No, I mean. If you have a mana base that can support it, 
it might be worth running because there's enough stuff that flips into like utility lands that maybe this is worth it in limited. I don't think it's worth it main board. Um, I think if you see like two non basics in their in their deck game one, then maybe you can consider bringing this in, in game two. Um, but I'm I'm like I if this didn't have to destroy land, it could also fetch uh, like a basic for you. Then I'd say totally bring it in. But like with if you don't have a target, then you you can't get a, a land for yourself. So. Uh. Don't don't love it. I didn't notice that. Yeah. yeah. Okay. It's kind of awkward. It's like even like Tech Edge uh, can only do anything if your opponent controls uh, four more lands or however whatever the number is, uh, which means that even if like you want to Tech Edge yourself and you have enough lands, it doesn't matter because Tech Edge checks your opponent's lands. It's like a weird oh, weird. weird interaction. Yeah. Uh, our next card is Sword Point Diplomacy. This is black to sorcery. Reveal the top three cards of your library. For each of those cards, put that card into your hand unless your opponent, oh, sorry, unless any opponent pays three life, then exile the rest. Interesting. Um, I would say there's not really such a thing as diplomacy at, at Sword Point. It's, No, hey. no. It totally is. It's like, uh, you know more convincing people oh. I, I always find when i have a yeah you know sword to someone's throat they're, they're more likely to agree with what i'm saying so it helps diplomacy move around uh, along very kindly very yeah. nicely conveniently in the direction that you want it to absolutely yeah so what do you think of this card uh the card's terrible um it's uh it's a classic example of like punisher mechanic where mm-hmm. like your opponent gets the choice so your opponent will pay three life for any good cards and let you draw any bad cards. So it's just like you're paying three mana to draw bad, bad cards, cards and like deal three to six to your opponent. I, I'm pretty sure it's awful. Would you play it in limited? No. Yeah, because all the cards for are For the same bad. reason. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. It is pretty cool though. Pretty fun. Uh, I like the like, I like the name of it and the flavor of it, but it's mm-hmm. just not a good not yeah. not playable. Oh it well. It feels sort of like a small cataclysmic gear hulk. I mean, that was that what? was kind of the the, the oh, white sorry, one cataclysmic. No, no, the red one. What was that? Combustible. Oh, combustible. Right, where like it yeah. was take the damage or give them cards. This one's different because you can see the cards, right? And you can selectively take damage to keep like their bombs right. or their good cards That's away. So bad. Yeah. Yeah. So like it's you can think of it as yeah. It's just not. It's just not good. Uh, what's our next card? Our next card is Kinjali's Collar. This is white for a 0-3 human cleric. Dinosaur spells you cast uh, cost one less to cast. Let me tell you. Cards like this, I'm going to be calling Kinjali. Give give Kinjali a little ring. Say, yo, send your human cleric over. Here's that 0-3 human cleric. Because I like, I like ramping out dinos for cheap. Yeah. Dinos, uh, dinos have a lot of support. This is nuts. Yeah. This is the second... Uh, so we already have a two-mana red creature that reduces dinosaur spells by one, and now we have a one-mana white creature that does it. Uh, this provides a lot of motivation for you to go, like, true Naya um, and not, like, red-green splashing white because this... Yeah, you want this Yeah, early. being able to play both of these is nuts. Like, they're so strong. It lets you go, like, you know, turn one this, turn two this. On turn three, you can play the five-drop that makes a 3-3, three, three. the five-drop 4-4 yeah. four, four that makes a 3-3 three, three and yeah. gets a haste. That's crazy. That is. That that seems really, really powerful and not unreasonable to do, right? If you're running, you know, three or four of each of these, yeah. you're very likely to get a few early. And the thing to notice is for a limited, this is a common. 
yeah. which means that you can you're able to like you know in the cover's couple packs you pick up three of these and all of a sudden like your dinosaur deck is going to be sweet because you're always going to have one of these on turn one yeah um i, I, I yeah, really like powerful. the three toughness too yeah like i know it dies to pretty much any removal spell but it's you're a pretty solid trade up creature on mana, yeah unless it's a fatal push you're trading right. up on mana and it's like very solid on the board it can block a couple things and you know. Yeah, block servant of the conduit. Um, I'm a big fan. Yeah. I'm, I'm yeah. I'm I'm really think that like dinosaurs look to be very playable and uh, pirates are probably going to be. They look to be pretty playable. I, I'm curious whether like whether ramen upright is just better for what like I understand the strategy is different, right? Like uh, pirates, I think is going to be more of a tempo deck. You'll be applying pressure while holding up like spell pierce and the pirate mana leak. But I still just worry that like. Ramen up red is going to be better than it. Whereas like dinos, even with red losing a couple one drops, red loses one one drop. Oh, red, I thought it was more than red that. loses it incendiary loses... flow and gains lightning strike, which is oh. better. And then it loses falcon <laughs> rev gorger, and it will have to find some kind of replacement for that. But even if it doesn't, I'm pretty sure. Uh, I'm pretty sure the deck just doesn't care. Wow, <laughs> like it, the deck is so strong. Yeah. And then we still got a team. Yeah, like a lot of, you know, we have these two decks in standard, which is interesting. The two top decks right now in standard are not changing at all. Right. And they're so. they're very powerful. It does feel very much like pirates, uh, sorry, not pirates, dinosaurs will be able to compete. Uh, a card like yeah. this is a nice early blocker. I know that's often a problem with Ramen Up Red is like you're not even able to block even if you have creatures, yeah. but... Um, I particularly think dinosaurs will be able to compete with Teamer because... They're going to be able, like, whereas Teamer could get underneath the old ramp decks, because the old ramp decks, like, didn't do a whole lot early. <laughs> they, like, played their ramp spells, and, like, their sweepers were, like, K-Return, which were, you know, was a damage-based, or Hour Devastation, which is damage-based. Mm-hmm. And, like, all it took for energy was you stick a cub, pump it a couple times, and, like, they can't beat it, and you win. Right. Um, but in this deck, you know, the Dinos deck seems like it's going to be playing cheaper threats that are still huge, right. uh, and going to... You know, be a lot more intimidating than a lot of uh, teamers' threats. So, it'll be interesting to see. Uh, whereas, I, it does feel like red is still going to be able to get underneath the deck. And of course, this is like we have not seen any build to this deck. This sure. is just like more or less pure speculation with the in- little information we have. But those are my preliminary thoughts. Excellent. Yeah. So our next card is Talon Talonalees. Sure, Talonalees. Knight. They're knight. Uh, red one for a 2-2 they're a human t- knight. They're a human knight, yeah. Not just a knight. Oh, yes, human tribal. Human tribal. Yeah. Uh, when it attacks, if you control a dinosaur, the knight gets plus one, plus one till end of turn. I'm loving this, like, red-white dinosaur aggro deck in Limited, where you, like... Oh, yeah. Yeah. It's There's, just like, sweet. a lot of humans that care about dinosaurs. We were riding dinosaurs. You know that's historically accurate? It is. Yep. It is. Uh, yep. That's yeah. just... That's just history, folks. <laughs> I always wanted to go to that creationist museum. Oh, my gosh. Sounds like it would be so much fun. Yeah. Yeah. Oh. Um, yeah. Love this Unlimited. I feel like there are enough random dinos running around. Uh, it's a bear with upside if you have a couple dinos. Yeah. Um, uh, if you take this card, I would be looking to pick up like the three mana dinos because being able to carve this into a three mana and attack mm. three uh is i think the ideal yeah Yeah. so like the three mana white one that's a two three flyer the three mana three three menace um like any of the three drop dinosaurs i think you pick pretty highly if you're in this kind of like pump your humans when there's dinos out uh our next card is skullduggery skullduggery this is black 
instant until end of turn target creature you control gets plus one plus one and target creature and opponent control gets minus one minus one i love these combat tricks yeah they're this is sweet and this is nice and flexible right it's not like the creature that you're attacking with and the blocking creature like you can you can mm-hmm. split it up and say that creature over there and this my attacker i don't know it, it's nice for combat sneaky trick I'm very gonna, cheap yeah i'm gonna say that like this card is costed like so competitive i mean it's one mana right like, of course <laughs> but the ability to this is like a one mana possible two for one um mm-hmm. like it just feels really good particularly if you're in like a, an aggressive black deck like pirates um this card is it common you should be able to pick up multiples of this and yeah. your opponent i think this is going to be a trick that like you get people on on week one and then people are going to have to pay a lot of attention to this because this effect is so flexible mm-hmm. uh, and it's just like is so powerful when you're trying to make blocks uh, when your opponent's trying to make blocks against yeah. your attackers uh, or you know or when vice versa right? yeah it doesn't i just i really like it be, yeah I like, I like it a lot. lot. It kills. It also like just picks off on ones, and we've seen a decent number of X yeah, ones. Yeah, so. X ones. All right, what's our next card? Brazen Buccaneers. This is red three <laughs> for a two two human pirate with haste, and when it enters the battlefield, it explores. So to remind you, that's reveal the top card of your library. Put that card into your hand if it's a land. Otherwise, put a plus one plus one counter on this creature, then put that card back and put it into your graveyard. Whoa, what? <laughs> yeah, uh, card's bad. I wouldn't play it. Yeah. Four mana for a. 2-2 two, two haste that draws you a land is pretty bad, and 4 mana for a 3-3 three, three haste is, like, better, but not worth the fact that it has the downside of being something really bad, and you don't get to choose when it is which one. So I, I don't like this card. I'm not a big fan of it. Cool. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> you said it all. Awesome. Our next card is Dire Fleet Hoarder. This is black one for a 2-1, one, one of those X-1s we were talking about. Human Pirate. When it dies, create a colorless treasure artifact token with tap, sack of this artifact, add a mana of any color to mana pool. Yeah. We, we've we seen cards like this where uh, the two mana, two one that like when it dies, you get like a one, one Eldrazi Scion or you mm-hmm. get like a other one, one that you get a two, two zombie and stuff like that. This is a little different because it's like giving you a mana. Yeah. So I don't know how I feel about this because it feels like sometimes it could be really powerful like if this is on turn two it dies right away and it ramps you to four on turn three mm-hmm. that could be really good but there's i think a lot of times when it's going to be really lackluster um you know i think the maybe you can play two spells in it yeah i just i i don't know it feels like if you need a two drop this is something you'll play um but i would want to play with it before i come down on like a hard assessment as to this card being really strong or not i think it's going to be middling sometimes it'll be good and sometimes it won't yeah i mean i kind of agree with you on on face value i sort of like the cards that when they die they draw you a card or they put another body on the battlefield and yeah the mana doesn't feel super worth it in a deck that cares about artifacts or treasures or you can sack them like then this feels maybe better. Agreed. I think if you're in a, like a Treasure Matters deck, I think this goes up a lot. Because right. then this is dying into something that you really want quite a bit. Yeah. So, Cool. Last card of the night is Desperate Castaways. This is black one for a 2-3 human pirate. Desperate Castaways can't attack unless you control an artifact. So what do you think of this one? I think this is fine. I mean, 2 for 2-3 is a good rate and the condition doesn't seem that hard to meet again you have to be aware like you have to be able to make artifacts and you know draft a couple things 
or open a couple things that churn out um, treasure. Yeah. But th- this seems pretty easy to turn on, frankly. I'm also really happy with this as a blocker. Like, I'd yeah. play this in a defensive deck. It's a two mana, two, three. So, like, it bl- not only blocks an attacker, but it's going to kill, kill yeah. attacker. So, yeah, I like this card in limited. I think I'd probably play this, uh, like, reasonably highly, so long as I have, if I'm looking to attack. I have, like, a couple of ways to, to make artifacts. Uh, right. Turn this on. Because it's also not great if you can only turn it on late in the game. Um, because then right. it's like, well, point, you don't want to yeah, attack with a 2-3 at that point. But yeah. it's a little lackluster in the late. But early, you know, and obviously pirates are, I think, where you... Hopefully attacking yeah. early. Attacking early, making treasure early on often, and just being happy. Yeah. You know, R. Maybe. And uh, I think that's it. That's it for tonight. So we only have two more days. We have tomorrow and then the big reveal on Friday of the whole set. Cool. And then we get to play with the cards. That's right. One week uh, from Saturday. It's a pre-release. So get hyped. You finally get to have some pirates ride on some dinosaurs and cruise some vehicles and fish and vampires. Yeah. That's right. I feel like I want to see more merfolk card. I feel like we've seen a lot of pirates and, and a lot of dinos i think those are the two big tribes yeah. uh, reading some articles too those are the tribes they thought people even the most excited about which is mm-hmm. why they chose to put those in three colors um and i think they're putting most of the power in there i i, I don't know that like merfolk and vampires will be, will be standard constructed playable yeah. but I, I suspect that uh dinosaurs and pirates will show up interesting yeah so once again, thanks to Flipside Gaming. Check them out at flipsidegaming.com and New England Comics. You can find on Facebook at NEC Coolidge. I'm Ryan. I'm Katie. And, and this is Spoiler, Spoiler Season. Season.